Like, well, what would you want to see out of a film mm-hmm. about this? And and I think uh, the sort of like heavy, like tortured vet thing that a lot of war movies do it sort of bugged the, the sure. veterans that we interviewed. And kind of, yeah, I think the subtext of the conversations with them was that more m- a, more humor and a, a realer look at it mm-hmm. would be awesome. So hopefully we did that. I, I mean, we feel good about about it and uh yeah we'll love to we have a big screening of it and on november 14th communication is crazy isn't it it, it is because and comprehension it, yeah because we're it? all just such different people with different perceptions and different interpretations like anything uh, things one thing that you think is so defined can be just interpreted completely differently exactly. by so many people. So it, it's it's so rare when you find someone that you feel like you you do speak the same language as, and it's it's like it those those relationships are the ones that are worth putting in that extra effort. That's how I had to be as a capacity for my gravity. Always with the drama, so you win an academy. Should have listened to my mama when he said he was bad for me. Could have been sad. All your friends add to me All them whole snacks and nigga watching his calories Used to be if he'd ever leave any cavalry Not pass you out casually You're listening to Big T Energy with your host, Tiffany Hart On today's episode, we have Julie Pacino Who is a producer, filmmaker, and photographer And Aaron Meinhart, who is director, photographer, film producer, and writer That's right, folks These people literally have talent just like oozing out of every orifice of their body Like, it's incredible And we all sit down and chat about their extremely busy careers in the entertainment industry, their most recent project that they've been working on called Brainstorms, which is a short film on TBIs that veterans have sustained during combat. We talk about love, relationships, communication, hard work, you name it, we talked about it. You can find Julia Pacino on Instagram at Julie Pacino or at juliepacino.com to see her latest work and to find her picture that was submitted to Time Magazine. You can also find updates on all their most recent projects on Instagram at tinyapplesnyc. If you all are loving the podcast, go ahead and smash that follow button wherever you might be streaming your podcast. And if you have some time, go ahead and rate and review us on iTunes to get our podcast some visibility and to keep this bad boy free. This was a really fun episode with Julian Aaron, so enjoy. Sure. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm uh, I'm Julie Pacino. I'm a producer, filmmaker, photographer, and my production company is called Tiny Apples. And I'm here with my uh, my producing partner, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, welcome. Um, we're sharing a mic. Yeah, yeah, we're sharing a mic and um, and COVID and there we go. Um, and yeah, my name's Aaron Meinhardt. I'm a director of photography and film producer and writer and all that good stuff i say i'm here today with like two incredibly talented people um and you're like yeah mm-hmm, i know no, but, <laughs> yeah but even like if you just google your guys's names really quick right and your guys's resumes pop up that's kind of 
Like, is it ever surreal to either of you guys? Have you guys ever Googled yourself, by the way? Either no, of you? I can't say that I have. That sounds like a, does a it? very scary thing to do. Doesn't it? I don't, In I'm not, I, yeah, I just can't imagine. Yeah, that sounds scary. I know, because you're like, what is even out there? Do you yeah. want to know? I don't. I want to either. Yeah. But I know there's some people, like, random people have. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, for sure. But your guys' you know, resume comes up and it's like, damn, they have done a lot of great things. Yeah, we've been super busy. Um, uh, we've Our focus has primarily been on short format stuff. So um, that's been really rewarding because we've been able to kind of like find a great group of collaborators and, uh, you know, really define our style as a company and, and as a filmmaking team. So the most recent thing we did uh, is a, a short film that we made in conjunction with a foundation out of Ohio called mm -hmm. Resurrecting Lives. Okay. And it's a short film about traumatic brain injuries uh, that veterans have sustained during combat um, so we just wrapped shooting that it was a beautiful experience and, and the process of making it, wow. we interviewed a, a bunch of different veterans and, and heard a lot of incredible, uh, experiences. And so we're, we're, we're going in a post on that now and we're, we're just, you know, we're happy with the footage we, we, and, and just hopeful that we can, you know, do, do, do it justice for, for these for these veterans and, and their stories because TBIs are, yeah, no, that's are really a, a, a crazy thing. What made you guys want to, you know, kind of research in that and then film about it? Uh, well, um, well, the concept got brought to us by uh, this uh, woman, uh, Dr. Chrisanne Gordon, who is, uh, who is the founder of Resurrecting Lives and a number of other nonprofits and research organizations and stuff, but she actually experienced, uh, she got a traumatic brain injury as, as a civilian, but damaged the same parts of her brain as a lot of veterans do. Okay. So when she started working at the VA and working with vets, she, um, yeah, she was just able to relate to them and be able to like put like, you know, this sort of seasoned like medical, her season, like medical brain, um, towards their problems and their issues and stuff like that. So she wrote a book, um, that was really inspirational and yeah, it originally contracted us to make a documentary about it. Um, so that's what, where we interviewed all these different, um, veterans and, just heard their stories and had them share with us. And ultimately we just found it would be easier and more anonymous um, rather than just be like, here's all these people's like really private personal stories mm -hmm. to just write a composite character uh, that sort of takes a little bit from all of these real stories we've heard. So we call it like narrative nonfiction. It's it, it our film is a true story, but it's just fictionalized. Sure. And um, so, yeah. So that, basically, it's just yeah. a conglomeration of everyone's stories you guys put together. You said in one character. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's um, incredible. Yeah. So, uh, so we wrote it uh, together and, uh, and co-directed it. Um, yeah. Earlier. Or it's October? Mm-hmm. It is. It's month? the first today. Was, yeah. 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 Is that okay. right? I don't know. It wasn't, was it was three weeks ago. Time. Like, honestly, the minute we even start trying to catch up with the concept it, of time, it's... September was a blur. Um, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And I don't know. So this was, well, that was your guys' recent project? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, that was our 
that was our most recent project. And now we're in post on that and we're preparing to shoot our first feature in the winter of 2022 uh, at the Madonna Inn Hotel, which oh, is wow. a phenomenal location that we have the honor of being the first feature film uh, to f completely shoot there. That's our only location. Really? Yeah. And um, and so we're co-writing that as well. I'm directing it. Aaron's DPing it. And um, that that thing is that movie is going to be it's going to be really crazy. Yeah. So, so we're just, we're just starting now to like shift gears, um, from our, 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 uh, our short, which is called brainstorms. Okay. Uh, and, um, and we're just now shifting gears into starting to, to talk about that script and, and really prep to shoot this feature. So that's how long it takes. Is that traditional? Like, Cause like, Oh I, yeah. A I lot mean, of us aren't really in like the film. We don't know what sure. all the effort that goes behind yeah, um, and the I, time too. Yeah, I mean, listen, film. Some films take years and years and years to, to come together. Um, I guess we like originally started talking about this feature. It's only been about a year, so it's like felt relatively short. Okay. Last February. That's quick. Yeah. You mean compared to like normal timelines? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For a feature, I mean, I've uh, like I think we've worked. Um, I know I've we've both worked on shorts that are probably like one year turnaround or like a bunch of uh, time in pre-production, which is the thing about shorts. It's just like, they're not easier to make than a feature. You just spend less time shooting. Okay. You spend the exact amount of time doing everything else. It's like setting up this interview, you know, it's just like we could sit here sure. and, and talk for five hours or 10 hours or two hours, but the amount of time it took to set up was the same. Yes, um, you're right. So, so yeah, film is a lot like that, but, but yeah, I think, uh, it's really accelerated timeline for this one. Um, especially because film is so fickle, like you'll be, making you'll be working on one project and then another and then the money comes and then it goes and then you know just like then you have a new idea and then there's a rewrite and then you know imagine. everything's going to happen and then one piece falls apart and it all falls out so it's just like I think a lot of people you know when they talk about like the, these features that take 10, 15 years to make. Chris Nolan was has been working on this for 15 years and all that stuff. I think that's what they refer to. It's just like, you know, you're not putting a pen to page every sure. single day, but it's just like constantly trying to get all these pieces together. I feel and, like you guys learn a lot of patience in this process and just kind of going with the flow. It seems yeah, like, yeah, you have, you know, to. just kind of yeah. like, Hey, it is what it is right now. Let's just bounce back. Yeah. And you have to trust, you know, yeah. we talk mm. about trusting the process a lot. Yeah. I was just going to say that going with the flow and like we talk, yeah, we talk about the path of least resistance. And I think as producers and as a production company, it's important to have multiple irons in the fire because you sure. really don't know when, when the right time for something to be made is. And, um, and yeah, just trusting it and not forcing it is a big thing. No, that's yeah. And that's what it seems like it is right now for you mm -hmm. guys. So you guys have worked together for what? Few year, few years few now? years. Yeah. Four, and you guys both co-own. Yeah. Said? We have, uh, we have a couple other partners, uh, but, um, but yeah, we, there's, yeah, there's six of us. There's six tiny apples. Okay. Um, Aaron and I are, are in LA and then the rest of them are like sort of spread out are across they? the country. Um, so yeah, we're partners in the company. And then what? Oh, Jake's in LA. Of course. Jake is in LA. He's in the Valley. So we don't give okay, him credit Okay. So he's for like it. far. Yeah. I'm in the Valley. 
Jason like Calabasas. Jake's and Calabasas. Well, we all know right now that it probably takes what a few hours to get there. Yeah, you know, no, it's like if a, we're two lucky. miles maybe. It's not that bad as long as you don't have to go to downtown. Yeah, Jake. Yeah, Jake Hunter is our is our other partner that's out here in LA, and he's an amazing, talented actor and just does every multifaceted producer. Just he does everything. Does everything. Yeah. Now, what is you guys' company like most known for? As in, like video wise, like your one production. You guys had to no, we'll nothing? we're not quite there yet. We just formed our company. We're we're brand new, so okay. um, like I said, our fo- our focus has primarily been short format stuff. So um, you know, and and that process was really about defining our style and our voice as a company, which I do feel like we've successfully done now, and uh, we're excited to carry that into into the future world and and see what what people on a more on a broader audience, you know, how they feel about the films sure. that we're making. So how, what would you guys say that it is then if you guys had to describe it? You know, uh, like if you had to, if someone's like, hey, like style. what type of films do you guys make? Like what's your style? Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, bubblegum noir. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We like, uh, yeah, we sort of coin or Bob coin. Bob coin uh, the phrase uh, bubblegum noir to describe our stuff because, yeah, like we take a like, Visually, we take a lot of reference from like older noir films, okay. just sort of um, this this sort of dramatic, like chiaroscuro lighting and stuff like that. And but then have like sort of these pops of color, and I think that that describes our visual style, but it also describes you know the the tone and the kind of stuff we like to work on is like. Um, you know, mixes like really dark, dramatic subject matter with humor, okay. with comedy. And and I know that was um, I was just talking about this, like even with uh, brainstorms, you know, we have this moment leading up to a flashback of um, when the soldier got his t- TBI with an IED explosion. And we're just sort of talking about what is the moment um, that leads up like what could we have them talking about like 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 how how do we have how do we set up this moment and julie's just like a joke yeah um so so yeah so it's just like we're we're like oh yeah that is actually the perfect place for humor it's like before or after a really dramatic event because that's you know it's just it's comedy and tragedy you know just like the two masks like you, you don't really have one without the other that's very true um, and I think so one thing too like with the military we've learned humor throughout everything that we've been through right because that's the only way to, yeah. to kind of get through things yeah. so that would kind of really relate cool. I'm sure in with brainstorm because honestly like the guy would get a TBI and be like well and he'd make a joke about it a, a lot of the vets that we interviewed were really Joking. really really funny so yeah, uh, yeah for now sure. I have an excuse to forget my wife's birthday like I got yeah, a TBI no, like you know, shit like that that they would to put in there because yeah. it's just kind of like this is what's happened to me yeah might as well just realize and have fun with it yeah a hundred percent that was that was like the mantra across the board like every single one that we talked to um had a sense of humor and also felt like it was important because we would always ask like well, well what would you want to see out of a film mm-hmm. about this and and i think uh the sort of like heavy like tortured vet thing that a lot of war movies do it, sort of bugged the the sure. veterans that we interviewed and kind of yeah i think the subtext of the conversations with them was that more m- a, more humor and a, a realer look at it mm-hmm. would be awesome so hopefully we did that I, I mean we feel good about 
about it. And uh, yeah, we'll love to. We have a big screening of it and on November 14th. Do you really? Yeah, in, on the midway. That's exciting. Um, okay, so November 14th. And then what, so what's expected after that then? So screening and then? Uh, yeah, then uh, probably do the festival circuit. Um, you know, I'm, we're not in distribution. <laughs> so we like, uh, yeah, we've had films that did really well at festivals, did really poorly at festivals. I'm not going to pretend to know why sure. one movie does well and one doesn't, but um but yeah, we have really high hopes for this one and like a great team behind us. But yeah, I think that would be the next step for it. That's so exciting um, though. Yeah. Okay. So in the midst of that, do you guys have anything else going on project wise or is this like takes up all your guys' attention? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, what am I not doing right now? Yeah. I uh, mean, uh, professionally, I, I'm all working on all sorts of projects personally, but uh, professionally, yeah, I mean, we've got um we've got we've got a bunch of other stuff. These two projects, the brainstorms and uh our feature are the main focus. Uh we like we mentioned to you photography uh has become a recent professional endeavor that um that we've been doing. I I I've taken a we've shot a couple campaigns and um, I had a photo that was featured as part of Time Magazine's initiative called Build a Better Future. So I was featured with a bunch of amazing wow. artists from across the world. And um, so we we took a really powerful picture uh, for that. And so and then that led to other opportunities yeah. within the photography world. But there's really interesting crossovers, uh, obviously, between photography and filmmaking. So it kind of blends in. But um what was what, that picture of? Um, I you don't have to show. Me. I just didn't know if you can describe like. Or uh, is can it you hard like? To? Can you post? Yeah, I mean, we can. Yeah, we can end up sharing it. With yeah, share it. Too. That'd yeah, be awesome. Share it, or it's on my Instagram at Julie Pacino. Yeah, we will. Um. So, yeah, it's 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 a photograph. Yeah, just it's hard to just describe. How it just out of curiosity, how did time did like how did time get a hold of it? Is that something um, you just like submitted? No, they reached out to me through, uh, or, or actually uh, the initiative was, um, they reached out to a handful of artists and then each one of those artists got to, so, to nominate another artist to be featured in this thing. And so, um, this wonderful artist out of Spain named, uh, Hoda Bacali, who follows me on Instagram, who I follow back. I've never met in person. We just like yeah. have this like, you know, mutual respect for each other's art. Uh, she's had been seeing some of the photography I'd been posting and, uh, reached out to me and said, time picked me to be one of these artists. And like, they asked me if I wanted to nominate anyone else and you just are the That's only awesome. one. So yeah, it was really That's, a crazy opportunity. Isn't it funny how you can just like meet, like meet right someone yeah. on Instagram and just kind of click and you have this relationship, but you never really met before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Sometimes that can be really I know. horrible, but like it in, really this, <laughs> in this it instance, ever, it was awesome. It can have a really bad ending. Yeah, this was a happy ending. You're like, wow, it's like social media is supposed to connect us and is actually doing that. Yeah, I've met I've met other people online that uh, that um, I lose sleep at night over, but <laughs> sure, but, uh, we but, all have. We've yeah. all been there before. Hoda's awesome. That's that's incredible that yeah. that happened. Mm -hmm. uh, now you did you do a little bit of photography, right? Or you did or like yeah, it, it's so funny um, because, or like video um, um, music and stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's so funny the thing about the photography and like sort of it taking off for for Julie and for us as um, like uh, in the professional spheres. We both picked up um, 
uh, well, Julie got me into like shooting on film. Um, was it even a year ago? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And so less than a year ago and yeah. And we're just like, we just need a hobby. We just need something that's like still like, we're such workaholics. We're just like, we need a way to hang out. That's like, not just like, because we watch a movie and it just becomes reference material. And like, you know, just like we, we just need a way, but it still has to be somewhat film adjacent. Otherwise we're going to lose interest because that's all we think about who you guys are yeah yeah. um so it's like we'll take photos and then it's just like it's not a thing we're trying to succeed at professionally so it's cool like we don't have to like talk about business or like how to monetize it or any of that and and yeah (laughs) and then you can pick up my time you're later and it's just like okay like we'll shoot that and like like all that's the way it happens though right but i mean getting back to what julie was saying earlier it's like path of least resistance it's just like you know those are sort of the opportunities that come up and that you have to be open to when when something's working you have to sort of lean into it because you know there's nothing especially in the creative fields there's nothing worse than trying to force something to happen and like just banging your head because because usually it's nothing you're doing is like the the things will happen because you met that person at the right time or you, you like you you know, just these little, you know, you, you like somebody's stuff on Facebook and, you know, they happen to like your work and want to nominate you for this other thing that was happening at the same time. It's just like, it, it's not like you can will a lot of these things into existence. You have to, you know, just, just be patient, do the work. And, and if it's not working, not be afraid to work on something else. Yeah. And just to build off that path of least resistance thing is that I I forgot to mention our feature at the Madonna Inn is based off of a photo series that I did. Really? That had no like I was there with my my collaborator and dear friend Fern Cozine and we were at the Madonna Inn again, like as just like like we needed to just stop working. So I'm just like, I need to get out of L.A. for two days and just recharge. Mm -hmm. And then we got to the Madonna Inn. It's just the most inspiring, beautiful location I just started taking pictures of her and the story started forming and and taking shape and then I I wrote a script based on the photos and so the photo the photography inspired what is now going to likely be our first feature um I mean obviously until you're on set I I I get a little superstitious but this is now the thing we're, we're all in on because of these photos and in fact the financing a side of it as well is tied into some um, some of the NFT stuff that we're that we've got these photos uh, tied up in. So it's just like all it's just all intertwined. One thing. I love the way that worked out though. Yeah. Because let's just be real. Like a lot of people want to do stuff that they love, right, and then get paid for it. Yeah. Like you guys took a little break, and then you ended up finding like your next. Yeah, I mean, we like you know, the, idea. this stuff is a philosophy that my dad has always ingrained in me is that if you focus on the work, the rest will follow. And of course, there are things that there are gigs and, and jobs that you have to take in order to keep the lights on. It's mm-hmm. not saying that those things don't need to happen. But sure. in terms of getting paid to do what you love, um, I don't think the, the paycheck sort of has to come 
second because and whatever you have to do to make that possible if it is taking other gigs or whatever jobs you've got to do to 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 get by but but the the passion projects you have to preserve the purity of that passion and then just trust that that it's at some point this will all lead to something Mm -hmm. and and um because really money, you know, anyway, I don't need to go on a whole tangent about what money <laughs> means or is. But No, uh, believe me, us military folks always need help with money. Have you not seen it? Like, we buy, like, cars at, like, 17.5 APRs and yeah. get married right away. Like, we can always use, you know. A little cash, yeah. <laughs> a little speech if it's not from our parents. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I just. You it's, know how that goes. It's not, yeah, someone, there are smarter people than me that can give financial <laughs> advice. But I. Um, we know that's true, though, because you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My financial advice is give me money to take to, that, for a film that might take me years to make. Like, don't, yeah, yeah I don't know. Invest it in something. I love uh, it. No, so you did mention your dad. And yep. I'm sure when people at the very beginning were like, wait, Julie Pacino, mm-hmm. your dad's. Al I'm Pac- like, it's pronounced Pacino. Is it? No. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> because everyone's been pronouncing it wrong for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you get questions all the time about him. I do, yeah. 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 And do you ever get sick of it, by the way? Just um, out of curiosity. Or like... I don't know. A, <laughs> no, but, but realistically, like I'm sure every interview that you do or everyone who talks to you is like, dude, you're Al Pacino's like, yeah. daughter. Mm-hmm. And do you ever feel like there's this, this cloud sometimes hanging over you of like him in a sense? Or is it a good thing? Um, It's a double-edged sword. Okay. For sure. There are instances in, what, in which obviously it... Uh, I'm, it helps me cut the line, but then there are instances in which people make, pr- uh, preconceived notions mm-hmm. about me. And, and, uh, so it really, it's just kind of, I don't know any other difference. So I don't feel like there's a cloud cause it's just how sure. I've always, uh, you know, he was he, famous when I was born and, um, but he's a great father and he's in, and so my relationship with him is, is like anyone's relationship to their father I mean no relationship is alike but sure we're, but we're very close uh, he's an artist and I'm an artist and um I love just ha- the fact that he and I are both in the same business and that uh, and that you know I have access to this sort of infinite knowledge this master who's mm-hmm. been doing it for so many years that I can just pick his brain and uh get to the core of you know d- d- directing actors and and um and just the artist way, just living life as an artist, you yeah. know. Um, so that's that's yeah. Were you always artistic when you were younger? Yes. Were you same? But I was an athlete too. I played. Were you? Yeah, I played. I, I was artistic always, um, as because I like had a camera at a young age, and I'd always make my friends do little movies with me and okay. they're like let's go play and I'm like no we have to get the shot list um I love that so but also I was a, a big big on softball I, I played it uh very competitive competitively through high school and then I played a little bit in college Good for you. and um which is great because I think that really plays into my whole team mentality when it comes to filmmaking yeah that that um so Yes, I was artistic growing up, but also an athlete and very competitive, and I still am. That's incredible. That's a wonderful that is, sound. That, if that's not annoying. Well, right. <laughs> what about you? Did you always grow up like um, artistic as well? Yeah, yeah, I, um, yeah. My mom is a potter, and my dad is a draftsman. So, like, <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, like, really, sort of crafts, crafts, people, parents, and. Um, 
uh, yeah, it was definitely not as into sports or <laughs> any of that. Um, That's fine. Sometimes like, you don't always get that but, balance, right? It's but, like one or the other. Yeah, yeah. But it was interesting because I sort of came to film, like, I made some movies. Like, my even in high school, my friends were more into making movies really? but, like than I was. And, uh, yeah, I sort of really, like, it was, like, senior year of high school where I just started becoming interested in film and started to think that maybe that was the thing I could do because growing up in like small town Vermont, that's not like really accessible. That's not, that's the thing other people do Mm -hmm. thing with thing people with famous parents do. (laughs) Um, but, uh, um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I just really found it fascinating and I do get bored really <laughs> easily like like it, it it was like complicated enough to hold my attention because every okay. day is different and that's what I love about it is like it's hugely collaborative you can't make a film on your own you need you need a, a few people or a lot of people or hundreds and or thousands of people depending on the scale of the project yeah. and they all need to work together for this common creative vision and I've always found that really beautiful but but yeah I I didn't think though too yeah I didn't think it was a thing that I could do until like I just sort of dove into it I wasn't interested uh yeah it just became the thing I was fascinated with and just out of curiosity like when you guys were younger you said you were taking Mm -hmm. pictures and you were Mm -hmm. making like films right was it anything were you guys inspired by anything because I know like there's some young kids that will show like home videos of them when they were younger and they were like making their own versions of Twilight yeah. you know what I mean and they would be and they would post them and be like you guys look I literally made my own version of Twilight when I was younger because I love this Did you guys inspired by anything weird like that or fun and interesting I mean my first movies were parodies of my dad's movies really so nah <laughs> that was natural yeah <laughs> Uh, Were they like, did you actually like film them? Yeah, like I think I played Antonia Montana in like a Scarface uh, homage. I I said parody, but it was, I was taking it quite seriously. So I don't know. I think, but uh, yeah. Did you ever like sit him down and show him? Be like, dad, look at this. Yeah, I made one for his birthday um, called like Not Another Al Pacino movie or something. (laughs) And it was just like, it was like me spoofing all of his, his, characters and then I cut together this like little like birthday montage of all his famous clips and yeah I mean I think that's the being on sets and growing up around it was my inspiration and like seeing my dad being fed by this medium and um realizing that I could express myself through that through the same medium yeah um in a in a direct way uh is is what inspired me to do it was your mom in a similar field? Yeah, my mom uh, wasn't was and still is part time uh, an acting coach. So uh, awesome. they met, and my mom and my dad met at the Actors Studio uh, in New York City, and um, yeah, so it's definitely in my blood. What made you choose to be like a director producer rather than an actress? Yeah, I you know what it is is like because I I love acting and I I think it's fun, but I don't I don't like have that same need to do it. And I think especially with acting, you have to have that. Otherwise, you're just going to get chewed up because mm-hmm. it's just such I don't know how they do it. It's so grueling and painful is and just it? so much d- rejection. Like everybody's job is hard, like like across the board. Sure. Like yeah. PA to producer. Everyone's job is hard. But I think acting might be the hardest job. 
I agree. And so I don't, you have to love something to do it, to take that much rejection. And so, um, you never hear about this, by the way, like, you, you know, unless, well, I guess people say like, you know, when they talk about what they've been through, but sometimes it's brutal. Wow. And so I love, but I love storytelling and I really, and I have to, I just have to do it. And so I don't even know, like it was a choice. It was just like acting is fun, but I love this and need to do this. And like, you know, people still reject the the art that I make. Like oh, some people yeah. think it's dumb and stupid and, sure. but at least I like made it. I got it out of me. And, yeah. and so that's really the most important that you part. actually got to go through with it where yeah. you're saying an actor or actress they only get the chance is that what I you're mean, saying I, I don't I don't I just think it's I don't know elaborate yeah they they get to yeah they they get the rejection before they get to do their job okay um, so their craft that they like so really have a passion for yeah 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 it's just because it's it's not about you or it is about you and yeah it's just it's such a vulnerable Place. I was just working with, um, yeah, and I, and I try to take any any actors I'm working with aside, and you know, just uh, like say how much I appreciate what they do because your job is to be vulnerable mm -hmm. in a really technical space. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like I'm coming in and getting like a like light measurement and we're like moving stuff around and it's like, can you turn a little bit more this way? And then like, but also just be yourself and, and just yeah. be present in the moment and find like real human emotion. But I really need you to hit that mark on that floor. But don't look at it. Don't look at the mark on the floor because that'll take you out of your character. And it's just like so. So there's just all these people buzzing around and they they all work incredibly hard. They have all very difficult jobs, but they're all very technical jobs, whereas acting is an emotional one and you have to just remain vulnerable in that like really precise technical busy we're behind schedule space and um yeah and just like working with um yeah like you know on like I was just uh lighting a feature uh for a friend of mine and it was a nine-day shoot for a feature film and so nobody had time least of all the actors Jeez. and it's just like you better like we're gonna get two or three takes at this and you need to cry and like like you gotta just and and to their credits like they were just bringing it take were one it's just like incredible but it's just like i don't know how you do that it's gotta be like, exhausting yeah how does just, how doesn't like how have you seen an actor or actress make themselves cry just out of curiosity like are they do they I that you know what I mean? I'm like, getting chills go to a dark, like just thinking about it because place? I don't know okay. like, and I'm afraid to ask yeah. honestly like, like I don't know what kind of place they're going to and yeah yeah and it's just like yeah like it just seeing uh act, just like crying and be like I'm sorry I'll get there I'm like you're there, you're like, there? what are you talking about wow. but um yeah, yeah, and and it's that, and it's also like the little things, like you know, just like doing nothing on camera is also so difficult. Just being present in these little gestures and stuff like that, because it's it's radically like theater, and you could probably talk more about this, but like theater, it's just like it's is also very difficult. Um, but but it's so expressive because you're getting it to the back row. Like film is so intimate because it's just it's just so like sitting right there with you in a close up. So just like eye movements like that mean the world when they're 30 foot high. Yep. Um, but yeah. 
Do you guys have like particular actors that you guys like to work with? Yeah, we do. We do. Is we, it like like you guys have like your kind of own little like hey, come on for sure. Like, yeah, definitely. We've got the 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 people that we like to work with, and because um, it's like once you establish that rapport, and also in the interest of trust yeah. i was gonna say dependability i feel like is a big yeah. thing right like is this person gonna come through yeah are they gonna give us what we need and language just communicating is everything so knowing how to get to, when you first meet someone it's and there's not a lot of rehearsal time anymore in film so it's to get to the point where you speak the same language and can communicate what you want to this person that takes time so sure. but also just we we just in brainstorms we worked with a couple new actors that were amazing and now we want to work with them on the next one so uh, like just fun working with new talented people yeah. as well so we were talking about trust in the industry now i feel like it's like cutthroat mm -hmm. as well like is i mean there's obviously downsides you guys are out here right yeah. in la like hollywood is yeah. where people come to like make it or break it yeah in a sense has there been a moment that you guys ever thought like i don't really know if i'm cut out for this or i don't know if i want to do this anymore no it's in fact the moment is like like looking at each other and being like we're wow why do we love this so much <laughs> like it's just like like yeah we've dealt with people who are um who are cutthroat and out for themselves and uh whatever it's a business that's their you know it is what it is sure. but but um at the same time we're entertainers and we're not doing open heart surgery so the, the stakes are uh as high as you make them and mm -hmm. and so we try not to get caught up in the emotion of it and just it's business. And if something doesn't work out the way we wanted to, or if we deal with someone that's a fucking asshole, then we just know that we won't work with that person again. again. And then yeah. now our circle has gotten smaller and tighter and uh, more trustworthy. Quality over quantity though. Absolutely. Always. So that works yeah. all day long here. Yeah. Um, do you guys, so you guys aren't from here. You guys were saying beforehand from LA. So you guys came here to Los Angeles to, to just basically do filmmaking, right? Is this yeah. the hot spot for it? This in New York? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, we, we <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> tell, yeah, I'll, I'll tell mine and then it. you'll tell yours. Um, yeah, well, I, I first, yeah, I, I had to get out of Vermont, um, which is hard to do. It's like sort of a black hole um, and of like, you're never made, you can't make enough money to leave. Mm. Um, and, and it was crazy because as soon as I got to New York, I'm like, oh, I can easily make enough money to stay here. But it's just like, it, if I could have gotten these jobs while I was in Vermont, I would have left like six years ago. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, I'm just like in New York is like, oh, you make it there. You can make it anywhere. I'm like, no, Vermont. Like if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. You have no idea. It's like New York. It's just like, oh, people are just handing out money. Like they're just like, I'll just because I just agonize over like, 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 especially like doing business to business, like tiny little videos and stuff are just like you give the wrong quote and they'll be like, oh, we don't have the money for that. And then you never hear from them again in your life. <laughs> and it's like New York, I'll just be agonizing over a quote and I'll just be like, OK, but I shouldn't undersell myself, but I don't want to scare them away. And I'll yeah. say that. And they're just like, oh, yeah, that seems fine. And then because they know how it works. Sure. Like, like you're not constantly educating people on what you do they've worked with people like you before um so so new york was great and it got me uh, like i um julie and i were able to we we met um 
we first produced a film when I was still, I think I had technically moved to New York, but I was still producing a film in Vermont called Hidden Blueprints with a longtime friend of mine, uh, Jay Lee McKenzie. And uh, so, so the three of us worked on that film. And then, yeah, when I moved to New York, we started working together a lot. And then the same friend, uh, Jay Lee, got a uh, scholarship to uh, the George Lucas Scholarship to uh, do grad school at the School of Cinematic Arts at USC. Yeah. And um, like, I have to, and and the fucker, uh, I don't know if we can swear. Oh, but, yeah. All day long. <laughs> vet, vet, veteran audience. I was yeah, you're good. Figured. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, the bastard also got a ride to go to Tisch. And I'm like, if you had just gone to NYU, things would have been so much simpler for sure. me. <laughs> but, but I'm like, okay, like, am I going to, I know I'm going to move to LA at some point in my career. And is it going to be like when one of my best friends and yeah. collaborators is at one of the the best film schools in the world or is it going to be 10 years from now mm -hmm. and um so that's how I ended up in LA and uh, I yeah I just was like born and raised in New York and um went to UCLA uh, for college for a little bit and then went to Austin Texas uh for a year and like kind of bounced around but always had roots in New York was doing the bi-coastal thing for a while mm -hmm. and then Things just started taking off yeah. in L.A. and I just became more and more evident. And then Aaron moved out here and it was just like, yeah, I just you need should probably be there full time. But I will be back in New York when my mission is complete here. So I'm, really? I'm saying I'm on a multi-year business trip to L.A. There That's you go. A new thing that I've been saying. <laughs> Wait, so when is your mission? Do you even know? I'm like, building something. There we go. Let me build it and then I will go home. And then you build it and you go. Because yeah. is that where your heart is? Is, yes. it, is it New York? Absolutely. Yeah. Where mm -hmm. is it? The city? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so this does not fulfill. It fulfills it. certain things. Yeah. So, okay. But I mean, I you know, New York is my home. There and, you go. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the work that I'm doing here and you know, the, some of the, some of the friends that I've made here and, um, <laughs> we have to some of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, no, I, I've got a really great group of people out here and collaborator collaborators, friends. So I, I'm very happy out here, but, but definitely my, New York is in my blood and a piece of me is, is always missing when there, I'm away yeah. from there. Now tiny apples is, is located there, right? You well, guys have a production company or no? Is it? We uh, we have offices all across the country. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Wherever we uh, want. Wherever we live. Yeah. Wherever we live. We had an office in Sherman Oaks. Now there's I moved it to West Hollywood. Um, no, uh, we're we're by coastal slash Bob lives in Texas. So, okay. Um, we've got we've got people. Yeah. So you'll still be like doing you know, production there. Yeah. We actually just did, uh, we are one of our partners, Elise just managed a production of an amazing, uh, documentary for a foundation out of New York called blue card, mm -hmm. um, that supports Holocaust survivors. And oh. so our company just helped produce that out of New York. And I didn't like, I just signed checks for that. And like Elise, Elise managed it out of, out of New York. So yeah, like that's also a benefit of having there you go. people spread out. We can just kind of tag team that yeah. stuff. Well, we know that on the way here, we all like dealt with traffic. He drove. D oh my God. <laughs> First of all, I like, Stick. I lived in California for four years. And one thing, that's the one thing I don't miss is the traffic. Like, do you guys feel like you spend most of your time here in traffic or no? 
Uh, Are you guys like pretty yeah, close to yeah, where you guys I mean, need to be? And and it's pretty like I I'm I feel fortunately pretty central. Um, I I'm in the valley, but I I live in Encino, which uh-huh. is like where the 405 meets the 101. Uh, okay, and I can kind of get like everybody shits on the valley, but I'm like I. I can get where I need to go in usually less than half an hour. There you go. Um, That's not bad at all then. Win um, for LA. But uh, yeah, I mean, traffic, you just got to learn to avoid it. You just can't. Yeah. You just. You just got to plan your day around it or just be okay. I feel like people who live in California is probably like, what What are you talking about? There's no traffic. It's good. Probably is used to it by now. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. I mean, everybody loves to bitch about it. But um, but yeah, I mean, you either have to make peace with it. And it's the driving alone in traffic that really kills me. Like, like, it wasn't that bad because it's just like we're doing the same thing we would be doing if we were on your couch or something. It's just like, we're talking about stuff. We're taking calls. We're like sort of working, but it's just like when you're alone in traffic, it's just like, there's gotta be a better use of my You like time. put on an audiobook or something or yeah. is that even a thing for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people do that. Um, I'm yeah. I, I try to like check off a lot of phone calls I need to make. Um, yeah. Yeah, I try to make something productive out of it, but that's all. But I'm used to that. Like it was like a real car culture in Vermont because like you can't get anywhere. Like you can't live without a car and everything is like at least 30 minutes away. In Vermont. That's worth going to. Um, And yeah, we have a thing called you can't get there from here. Um, yeah which yeah it's just like well they're only so many miles away but they're on the wrong side of the mountain so you have to sure. drive north and then i go over that way and then that's snowed in and then you go around and then you can eventually get there so um so uh, i'm i'm more used to spending time in my car than i think a lot of the country is and um, but yeah, I've always been like, I'll have made it when I have like a driver and I can like just get, <laughs> because yeah, the worst thing is just like having my hands tied to my steering sure. wheel. It's just like, it's just like, I'd like, like either a driver or a self-driving car or something like that. It's just like, I'd like to be on a computer or like writing in a notebook or something like that, that it's just like, I've never, I've tried the audio note stuff. It just doesn't, doesn't really work, work yeah. for me. But um, you're like, man, I'm, I'm wasting time. That I can be like yeah. working though. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys actually, do you guys feel like your, your life is just work at this point? Do you guys have, I mean, I knew you guys were talking about like downtime, right. And like photography and like, you guys, I'm sure you guys all hang out with each other and have like friends and stuff, but like, is it really hard with working all the time too, with trying to have a relationship? Cause that's a lot of our audience. Like I gotta be honest. Cause like I'm always long just like I'm always gone and I'm yeah. single now. And so like all of our audience, like we're always traveling busy all the time. And we're like the whole relationship thing for us is like, man, this is hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Julie's <yeah>. face. Your <laughs> eyes tell me everything. Yeah. That yeah. I need to see right now. Well, I'm very, uh, um, yeah, this is a funny thing because uh, we're both like new at not being single and we're both like... So you're used to being in relationships. Or no, no, uh, backwards. Uh, oh, okay. we're, we're both used to being single and like a year ago, we're just like, we're just married to our work and this is like, we're happy with the fact that this is all we do and all we think about and whenever I try to take time off from it, I miss it. And, th- and that's the real thing about 
film or like creative endeavors you have to love it if you don't love it run away because it's just like it's too painful not to love it um but yeah i'm i'm very blessed to uh be in a relationship with a wonderful woman who's also in the industry so she gets it she does get it and uh and i think that's the the biggest thing is just like finding a partner who understands um because i've been with partners who didn't understand and um they're yeah it's just it, it's really from too, from right? the outside it's just like it's confusing i'm like they're like well, you know what what do you mean you can't make plans on thursday i'm like i don't know what's happening on thursday <laughs> and they're just like so just like do it and then cancel and it's like yeah but like you'll be mad when I always cancel. Like, so I'm just like, I just, I just don't know. I feel like I might get this gig, but I'm not sure. And then it's just like, so it's, it's hard for people who don't, who haven't lived that to understand that. So, um, so yeah, no, she's, she gets it and she's phenomenally supportive. And that's so nice to lucky. have someone who does get it Yeah, and who, and even so like even times too, there might be someone who like isn't in the industry, but they're like, listen, I, I'm trying to understand the best I can. And I will like you're busy yeah. yeah. and they can try to wrap their head like because some people just won't right understand. Yeah. But they're like, I get it. You're busy and they can be very accepting of it Yeah, in a sense. You're like, OK, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I even had a roommate who was just like trying to like go to it was when I was in New York and wanted like to go to a basketball game. I'm just like, I just like I can't say that I'm not available. Like I can't make a plan and spend money on a thing that's three weeks from now. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? Like, I, um, we don't book out that far in advance. Yeah. 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 And then, and then sure enough, he just like, he was like nagging me about it and he was like really mad. I wasn't going and then got other friends to go and it's just like fine. And the day before I got booked on a gig that I would not Same. have been able to turn down. And I'm just like, and he's like, I don't even believe that happens. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, happen. like, like he just, he's just like thought I was lying to him. Uh, like, but I'm like, no, like I have, I can't explain it, but like, I've been doing this long enough. I just have a sixth sense of like when I can say yes to something or yeah. no to something. It's like, yes, I'm available, but I can't, I can't schedule anything or spend 80 bucks on like a fucking basketball ticket yeah. when I'm broke. Like, we have a lot of friends yeah. too that are, that are so mm. busy that they want to still be invited to things, but we know for a fact they're probably going to say no, but they're like, please yeah. still invite me because like, yeah, it's you know, nice. It's so nice busy. to be thought of the invitation. It is. It's almost enough. It's like, I don't want to go to the thing, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. thank you for That's yeah, enough. Yeah. Don't stop inviting me just because I always say <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's like a love yeah. thing. It hurts. Yeah. It's like a love language on its own. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. don't, please just don't give up on me. I know I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. Basketball game sounds fun though. I know it does. Isn't it like basketball season again? It's always what? basketball season. It is. Does it does feel like that? Well, they're like basketball some... starting. I'm like, didn't it just end? There's always no. some sporting event that's going on. That's though. true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now your eyes cool. were telling me everything. I feel mm. like a little bit with the whole relationship thing. Yeah. Like, trying to get people to understand or. Just... Yeah, it's exhaust. I think it's it's like uh, it, it can be challenging, um, because the work, like Aaron said, it's just it's so hard to predict. So I think sometimes the relationship can, can take a, a hit because of that. And, um, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, relationships are always a challenge. They are. Well, it's all, it's all work. Yeah. Right. And you just have to find someone who's going to work with you. Exactly. In it. And, um, you know, it's not always going to be 
like 50 50 100 100 you know there's gonna be sometimes you have to pull a little bit more weight yeah vice versa for sure, for sure. so yeah. but you don't find any difficulties um i do find difficulties yeah the- <laughs> sorry was that not clear yeah. no. um i definitely find difficulties but i don't know it's you know um love is a crazy thing so we do we do what we need to do for love you're right. We t- well, the thing is, we talk a lot about on the show. Because mm-hmm. so, I mean, here's the thing: when you think about it, our lives are revolved around relationships, whether mm-hmm. it's friendships, totally. family, love, uh, with like you know someone that you're in a relationship with. And so, it's so easy. I mean, it's a huge part of our lives: this connection. Yeah, right. For sure, everything is a relationship, and everything, every relationship is about communication. Mm-hmm. And um, Mm, that's what we always bring up right and so Mm -hmm. like in love and in professional stuff it's just so important to uh be working with or romantically involved with someone that uh can see things from your perspective that you can see things from their perspective and just can it's just like such a battle always to just stay on the same page Mm -hmm. with with anyone i mean communication is crazy isn't it? It is because and comprehension. Yeah, because we're too. all just such different people with different perceptions and different interpretations. Like anything, things, one thing that you think is so defined can be just interpreted completely differently. Exactly. By so many people, so it's it's so rare when you find someone that you feel like you you do speak the same language as, and it's it's like. It, those those relationships are the ones that are worth putting in that extra effort for mm-hmm. even though even if you don't if you don't really quite sleep anymore you know sure yeah <laughs> that's that's kind of what happens though right it is yes it's like you just find exactly. yourself so busy with work but then you end up staying up really late and talking to them and having this connection you're like who needs sleep anymore yeah, you I like, apparently don't work a 12 hour day and then you got you come home and you gotta figure some shit out because you know, you're in a relationship. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, well, let's do that. But, um, but you know, coffee I found is good. It's great. And Caffeine's- working out is good. Get get the blood flowing and, um, and you know, crying feels awesome mm-hmm. in the shower alone at <laughs> two in the morning. So that's a good thing. I love, I love all those. I'm pretty sure I've done all those things many of times. Yeah. So it's very, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I was talking about we're yesterday. At the same yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> That was yesterday. It's very relieving. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, no, but that's that's awesome that you say that. And would you say though that if you like someone enough, you will find the time and you put forth the effort into the relationship Absolutely. with them, no yeah. matter who it is, guy, guy or girls? Like, because I know even like you hear with guys, right? Like, if a guy really likes you, he's gonna let you know. Yeah, but I feel like it's the same thing with women too. Like, yeah, we're not gonna be wasting our time. No, I no, I don't want to waste my time. Uh, maybe I do. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still figuring that one out. But definitely, if you like someone enough, you'll put forth the effort. I'm in a relationship with a woman right now, and so that's that's um, you know, I've been in relationships with men and women, and they're, they're very different. I can only uh, imagine. So, but yeah, I think in my experience right now, um, there's there's a lot of emotions that need to be dissected and analyzed. That's just what we do. It's, it's natural. And then, um, so it requires, it does, it requires focus and effort and just to communicate. And, um, but yeah, women are awesome. 
As but I so say, are men. Uh, we, yeah, I miss you guys. <laughs> but women understand each other so much. Like yeah. I feel like me, when you have a guy and a girl and they're communicating, it's just like two aliens from different planets trying to talk to each other and understand, right? Mm. But then yeah. when you have like two girls, we're like, we get it. Like, oh, girl. And just like yeah. guys get it. Guys don't say yeah. anything. And they just like bump chest. And they just <laughs> had a full-on yeah. conversation. But us, we'll talk about everything and then not yeah. really resolve anything. We didn't fix anything, but we talked about it and we feel so much better. <laughs> do you exactly. see what I'm saying? I kn- do I see what I'm living? You know what you're this. saying? Um, yeah, yeah. It's we've somehow talked about all of it, but nothing is, but we're, st- yeah, it's crazy. Guys want to fix stuff, but yeah. we always need that. No. But we feel better yeah. at the end of it. I want things to be fixed. Yeah. I, I want that. <laughs> Can you fix this for me? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? So, caught, like, Communication's amazing, but comprehension's yeah. like a whole nother thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've often felt that it's just like, I'm just like, yeah, like, uh, yo, if I was attracted to men, this would be so much simpler. <laughs> like, yes. like it's just like the communication is just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know it won't be, but. Because <laughs> it's still a relationship. There, there is at the no end of the free day. lunch. There is no free lunch. It'll still get complicated, but it just, I, I enjoy the fantasy of. You know, it's just like, oh, you could just say something and it's interpreted that way. That and way. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Just, no. um, but yeah, definitely different cans of worms and yeah, create different problems in different places. Yeah. Well, since you guys um, are both in relationships, okay, could you guys give one, like to you, one solid piece of relationship advice that you might have learned over the years or recently that you know, that you think has really helped you out a lot that you think others could benefit from. I know like just totally put you on the spot here. Cause I know here's the thing. We all have like different relationships, right? And we have all yeah. learned different things. Like I've been married twice, you know? So like I've learned quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, wow. And that, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Two. We, need to go out for drinks and we totally need to go out for drinks and talk about this, yeah. but you know, you learn quite a bit and I think that if you walk away from a relationship and you haven't sat there and been like damn there's a lot that I need to work on like if you're it's just always a finger point and then it's not really going to help but what you need to work on and go man I really learned a lot from that relationship and let's take this and move this into the next one and I think you're kind of doing yourself a disservice so I didn't know if there was like one thing that you were like, yeah. One one thing. I feel like it's either a million things or no things. Give us give us some <laughs> um, give us some things because we I, all could I use relationship advice. I have a advice. lot to contribute or absolutely probably closer to nothing. To nothing. To contribute. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's everyone says like relationships are work, relationships are work, relationships are work. But I do think that, uh, like, that, I do think that gets overblown. Like, I think you should be with someone where it's intuitive and, like, you know, it's, like, the same work philosophy we have. It's, like, path of least resistance. Mm. Like, if I'm always working something out with this person and I'm always fighting uphill and it's just, like, and the rock just keeps rolling down to the bottom of the hill, like, it's not to say that there aren't problems and you aren't tested, but if, like, if you aren't making progress, if you're not, like, like, okay, we've learned that about each other and we're, like, we're, like, sort of moving forward with it, then... Like it doesn't need to be a catastrophic failure. It can just be not right. Like it's just, it doesn't need to be somebody's fault. It doesn't need to be your fault, their fault. Like you can just 
it can just not be right. And I remember being at, um, uh, uh, really good friends wedding and yeah, she was just talking about, yeah, uh, marrying, uh, one of my best friends. And she's just like, if like our relationship is all these amazing things. And if you don't have that, get out like it, it doesn't need to be and I and I think that that's the thing that took me a long time to learn is like how much punishment I can take in mm. a relationship <laughs> and like and, 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 and like and just trying to figure out like like uh, figure out my self-worth and figure out like how much it's just like because all I heard ever heard was relationships are work relationships are work relationships are work and ultimately I'm just like Oh, well, maybe we're worth finding somebody where it's just easy with. And and if it isn't easy, then maybe that's not a thing I have to do. Like Because I'm happy on my own and I'm happy with my career and stuff like like that. I don't need another person. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think through finding that, then I'm just like, okay, if this is bringing me up, I'm all for it. If it's pulling me down, I don't needed in my life so I think Ooh, I just got goosebumps yeah so so yeah I think that like if if you're constantly telling yourself your the relationships are work you know ask why that is um yeah yeah. I absolutely love that. That's great advice. Thank yeah. you so much for that. Yeah. Because even personally, I'm sitting there going, damn, he's right. It's true. You know? Yeah. I mean, I can't really say other, anything other than that. I think that that that's it. Um, uh, any any work that's being done that that's outside of just examining yourself and whatever you're bringing to this situation, which is really important as mm-hmm. well in relationships, is just anything that happens will will what 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 sort of mirror is this person showing me mm-hmm. and what of this is mine and what might be their projection because that's really what a, what relationships are it's just projecting onto each other it is. so um you know i think and that's a great word to do that's what i'm saying so yeah, once yeah. but once i do think that once that there there is a point where 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 that work you know, I've experienced in relationships before where that work, I, I'm like, I've, I, yes, I've done all the, I feel like I've seen, yes, I, this is no longer, this only feels like you on to me. And then that might be, you know, it's time to mm-hmm. get out of here um, and apply what I've learned with the next one, like you said. So yeah, yeah. I just think self-work is great. And, um, and just owning what you're bringing to the table is just like so much fucking easier yes. than like trying to figure out their baggage and what they wanted and what they it's just like what did I do it's uh, what can I fix about myself and then you're in control in that way well that's the only thing you have control over yeah is yourself right and anything ever you, yeah you can sit there all day long and try to like figure out like why they did this or how they hurt me or why would yeah. they do that but in reality we're like okay well the only thing I have control over is how I decide to react yeah and respond to this and how I would decide to take it if I want to forgive them and you know or, and, and move on from it or yeah it might be yeah, forgiveness is is, you know, forgiveness. I feel like is more so sometimes for yourself more so than for the other person. Oh, uh, you think entirely, about, right? entirely. Because you tell yourself like, listen, I I forgive you for what you've done, even though you may or may not realize it or you're ever going to recognize it. But I am now deciding to move on from this, right? Yeah. So I'm not living in my past, so I can move forward. I'm gonna learn from it now. Yeah, and I think the sort of 
age old thing of like just view everyone else as if it's yourself living a different life mm. helps you just forgive and let go. But but then, yes, again, just making sure you're putting yourself first and and sort of doing what's best for your health. Yeah. Even if it's like doesn't it's scary or feels like it's not really what you want to be doing because well, but what about what is it like without this person? It's like you'll you'll be all right. You'll make it work. Absolutely. Yeah. I love this for you guys. You're both in relationships right now. You, you love that mean? for us? Yes. I mean, cool. it's a good thing, right? It is a great thing. No, it is. There's always it? like the, you know, there's always. It's rare in this industry. <laughs> it's rare in this industry. And it, yeah, it, it's, it is, yeah, it's, it is interesting. It is an interesting. Everything is interesting. Yeah. I love everything. I love, all, I love it all. I love all of it equally. All of it. Everything's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. So, okay. So before we, we end here, mm -hmm. um, First of all, I want to make sure that people know where to find you guys. Sure. And you're like, for sure, just go ahead and give like dates of your guys' next productions that are coming or if people want to look into what you guys are getting into next. Okay. So, um, our, our, there's a lot. I'm Julie, yeah. just follow us on, on social media. It's at Julie Pacino or at tiny apples, NYC, and all of the updates and stuff are sort of through there. We've got brainstorms is going to be done mid November and then we'll go into production on our first feature, which is called I Live Here Now. And um, yeah, stay tuned for that someday. That might take us a while, but okay. we're on it. But we're like waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got juliebacino.com now yeah. for all your nice. photography. Um, yeah. And I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. First and last name, uh, AaronMeinhardt.com. Haven't updated that in a while. Instagram, I also Instagram haven't done. Yeah, yeah. Instagram yeah, yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, yeah, at mine hardest. Uh, get you the spelling of that or whatever. But uh, we'll have it in the title. <laughs> but, too, uh, for you guys. but yeah, I think, um, yeah, all that stuff is good. And yeah, um, yeah, we've got the midway thing in November. And then, uh, yeah, we'll. We got photos coming out. Photos, yeah. That's Fo awesome. Photos is the hot hot topic until we make a feature. Um, and well, I'll definitely want to make sure we'll post your post a photo from time, which is great, and we'll link everything for you guys as well awesome. for people Thank to you. find. Um, so always at the end of every episode, and I'll have you guys each do this individually. We always like to highlight. So this is a you know primarily female podcast, right? Mm -hmm. And no, no, that's right. We have actually a lot of male listeners, but I'm just saying yeah. like we're bringing the female energy up in yeah. here. Yo, I'm up here representing. Yeah, for you are, and we love it. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of male guests. M on more too. male representation on this podcast. No, I don't think actually. I don't think you understand. We have a lot of male guests because girl, like w women, all the time want have questions for men because we just want to understand each other better, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I'm comfortable representing all men. I like this. I will answer all questions. Yes. He's like, I speak for every guy yeah, out yeah. there. I, I have all the answers. You're going to get a lot of guys laid if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. He's like, you're welcome. I got your back. Um, but we always like to pick one person from our life like um, who has really inspired you maybe has is a role model for you maybe someone that you just want to like show some love and gratitude gratitude towards um here at the end of the podcast and you know a, a woman in your life who's made a difference and um i didn't know if you guys had anyone in particular you guys can each do someone individually but this is we just like to kind of like end it on a good note and uh someone who's really inspired us um uh so so somebody 
repeat the question or let, like just two like a, people or one person? No, well, you guys can each have one, one person, woman. just one woman in your life who you feel like might've been a strong influence, a great role model, someone who you really look up to that you just want to um, kind of show some love to. Um, yeah, it, it's tough. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it, we joke about it. It's like Julie has like all male friends and I have like all female friends. Um, so, so, so many women in my life, um, uh, Julie being one of them, uh, have, have certainly, um, uh, meant so much to me. My mother, um, obviously like both my parents are my best friends and, um, have been so supportive, even though they don't know anything about what I'm doing. They're like, Oh, we wish we could help you more, (laughs) but we don't know what it is you do. (laughs) And I'm like, no, you're, you're doing perfect. Um, um, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's just, yeah, a, a lot of a lot of women in my life have. Um, yeah, I love oh, them all. Cool. And <laughs> this is why he's going to get everyone laid. <laughs> um, so, but but yeah, no, I I, actually, I think that's a great question, and I think uh, yeah, and and I think it's a, an important thing to ask yourself because I think uh, yeah, I mean, I just yeah, my friend Halila who's staying with me now from Vermont. Um, and new to LA if anybody has any work she's looking for a job but but yeah I mean I just think of like all the times I've cried on her shoulder and you know she she supported me even when you know she didn't have a lot of support herself and you know I just um yeah I think uh I think women carry a lot of weight on their shoulders um uh from especially from like mixed up art create guys in creative <laughs> industries who really don't have our shit together <laughs> so i see you all and i appreciate you all so Aww, much i love that <laughs> nice um yeah my mom my mom is is uh the shit i love that she's she's she really she just is such a, a glowing example of 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 someone who um knows what's important in life she's just such a great mom like she just she's just my best friend and and, but but like and and she's just a mom you know like I'm out here doing this like all this stuff and I'm so busy and sometimes I go days without thinking to talk to her and she's just there though Mm -hmm. she's just consistently there and reliable and I can always count on her and like even if she doesn't know the ins and outs of what's going on, I can call her with a problem and she'll just listen. And so mm. I just feel so blessed and fortunate to have a mom yeah. like that. And, um, and yeah, I, I, my mom is my inspiration and always has and continues to just make me feel like to just let me know that she's mm-hmm. proud and that goes a long way as even as a really grown does, ass no. like 32 year old woman it's just it does. like if my mom's proud then I'm happy yeah mm? I feel that in my soul yeah I just had that conversation with my mom today yeah my mom is there for me I should have that conversation with my mom too you that's like mean? that's I'm gonna tell to, I'm gonna tell her that yeah I try to do that like I just, I feel it like an overwhelming sense of feeling. I was like, I really need to let her know. Yeah. Because I don't think we just, it's so easy. Take it for she's granted. Just, well, she's just always there. Yeah, exactly. And you feel like so much love after and you're like, I don't know, tell her. I got to tell her. I'm like, <laughs> well, I shouted you out on a podcast. Whatever you fucking <laughs> want. Come on, I'm busy. I'm Mom, in Hollywood. You're welcome. Jesus. You're welcome. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I absolutely love that. Thank you guys both so Thank much. Thank you so much. This was for great. Ha- for coming on and yeah. talking about your guys' career and your life and sharing some, you know, intimate moments and details with yeah, us. Yeah, so. we'll get we'll 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 uh <laughs> we'll get deeper next time. No, we'll, you're good. We'll unpack some stuff. I want to hear about the two marriages. Oh, so. we, we can unpack that shit for a long Please, time. Please, let's do yeah. that. Yeah. So but um yeah, guys, so we'll link up everything for the you guys online. But um yeah, until next time, we'll see you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.